I, I do need a title if we are exclusive. If I'm not going to be dating anybody else and I'm not going to be, you know, meeting or mingling with anyone else in a romantic fashion, then I, I better be off the market. Because if I'm not off the market, then it's fair game to me. I'm not in a relationship at that point. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. Welcome to the Romance Diva podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. And I'm Jason Doyle. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm tired, but I'm great. It's busy. Oklahoma has hella heat. Um, Picnics and heat don't go well for me, but money does, so... <laughs> money talks. Money will bring you out in the so, heat. Yes, huh? I will come out in the heat. Yeah. Uh, we bought. Uh, we went to Pride yesterday because um, Pride was at Scissortail, uh-huh. and we bought those fans that you know those Mister fans. Oh, lovely. So yeah, now me and my grandbaby are arguing over. We have one pink, one one purple. My favorite color is purple. Hers is pink, but she wanted the purple, so I ended up getting the pink. Now, she feels like she should have both of them, and that's just not gonna fly. Cause I think next or this week we're supposed to have like 106, all kind of temperature. No, I'm gonna get my little fan. Yeah, we got a little heat wave. Well, we've got some unusual weather. It's Oklahoma, by the way. So for those who may not know, the Romance Diva podcast originates from Oklahoma City. Yeah, we originate from Oklahoma City, but the Romance Diva originates from California. Right, right, right. I will not be an Okie. Well, you've been here long enough, and you've no, you've sprouted children here. So. Yes, they they are okies, not me. <laughs> well, you're okie by injection. Just because I was injected by an okie. Yes, yes. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you are uh, you, you know the weather. You live in Moore, and you've I survived. In, I live in Tornado Alley. Yes. Yeah. So uh-huh. Moore, by the way, has been hit by several tornadoes over the last 20, 25 years. So yes. Why? Some major tornadoes. You've when you see the big tornadoes in Oklahoma, it's generally one of the Moore tornadoes. Oh yeah. So just yeah. think of the romance diva when you see that and go, "Oh, is she all right?" Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just think of us there. Uh, so Oklahoma has wild weather. We had wild weather last week. In fact, we had two rounds of uh, severe weather that actually put close to 400,000 people out of power across the state. Yep. That's about the same as Winter Storm Uri did to the state of Oklahoma. We lost so, power here at the shop too. Yeah, I mean, we lost, power. we lost power for a while. In fact, it made me late for an appointment uh, because I slept right on through where I was supposed to be. Um, and because lately it's just, I, if I don't have an alarm, I ain't gonna wake yeah, up one time. Oh, uh, I understand that. Yeah, so that's been going on, and and so we're thankful that you know most of the most you know most of us made it out okay and all that on these storms. But that's Oklahoma weather. And this next week, you're right; it's 115 degree uh, heat index because of all the humidity we have around here, and it's not as humid as some places like Louisiana. Yes. But, ooh, it gets humid, and when it gets humid and hot in Oklahoma. Yeah, it gets brutal. It gets pretty brutal. And it's a little bit earlier than anticipated as well uh, and all that. But you know what? I don't think they're here to hear us talk about the weather. Not the weather. (laughs) But what you do want us to talk about, we have to give you a slight little warning just in case. Because the Romance Diva podcast is one which talks about romance and relationships and human interaction. And that inevitably leads to... Sex. So we talk about sex in a very frank and sometimes humorous manner. And we use naughty words. What is frank anyway? (laughs) Well, well, frank as in not Franklin, but frank (laughs) as in I'm being honest or Uh, up front. Carry on to your spiel. There you go. Carry on. I'm using some of the old language that old people use. Oh, okay. All so right. My Got apologies. You. My apologies for using the English language. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we this is your warning. Yeah, we like to talk a little bit about the nastier side of life sometimes, and we use nasty words and naughty words and graphic descriptions, and sometimes we just use the F word a lot too. So. If that's not your cup of tea, well, here's your warning. Go find you another podcast to listen to. Otherwise, you have entered 
the Romance Diva Podcast Zone. Yes, and we're going to talk about some of the things that you guys send me because, you know, that's what kind of keeps my weeks going is laughing at some of the things that you guys send. But... Um, so if they want to send something if you want to, for the next episode. I was episode. getting to that. Okay, Jeez. I'm sorry. Hey, the, the coffee's good. Oh, God. The coffee's good today. All right, fine. Anyway, <laughs> before I was so interrupted, but if you want to send your questions, your topics, or if you even want to be on the podcast and sit on the couch and be part of the PCP. Podcast couch posse. If you want to be here, just let me know. You can reach me at Natasha Hauser Pendleton on Facebook. You can also follow me on my social media outlets, which is OKC's Romance Diva. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever. All those is OKC's Romance Diva. Now, you know, can't have nothing without business. So I am also an event planner here in Oklahoma and it is picnic season so we are very busy with picnics in the park or we've actually done some on people's patios or at their house because uh, it is hot in Oklahoma so we've moved in just so people have done them inside their house um, or have rented hotels to do them too so but we do um, custom party favors t-shirts tumblers all that kind of fun stuff so you can find us on Tick, uh, not TikTok yet. Um, that's coming. But you can find us on Facebook and uh, Instagram as Unforgettable Events OKC. And some so, of the stuff that you guys have been doing have been awesome looking. We have been having a blast. I, I love my customers. I love that people still love and they're just dating and continuously dating each other. Like it has just been... It has been a joy just to watch, you know, they, especially like the guys that are surprising their girls. So they're, they, they don't know what's going on and they just see it decorated at the park. So they're thinking that someone's, you know, doing that and they don't realize it's theirs. And just to see their facial expressions, I really need to start recording some of those without knowing, let them know that they're being recorded because, you know, it'd be kind of fishy if I have her, you know. Well, let me, let me, <laughs> let me talk to you about that mm -hmm. off air. How's okay, that sound? we'll discuss that. There are ways that you can do that without you, uh, and then there's a follow-up that you'll have to do to be able to use it for marketing and stuff yeah. like that. But we can talk about that We can that talk about later. that business later. But yeah, so that's all been fun. But let's get into y'all's questions and topics. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so the first thing was just a general question. And then their question was, what prompts you to make the first move? <laughs> I just, I, for me, it's just, if there's the gleam in the eye, it's, it's there. Sometimes it's just the slap on the ass, you know, that, or there's just, I don't know, it's, there's that cue that says, all right, I'm open, but that's Not because, I, but that's, a, that's in a relationship. I'm, if you want to talk about like way back in the yonder when I was single about the first move, it was always, you know, and this is also old fashioned. I mean, people don't look at each other in a bar anymore. No. They're always looking at their phone, phone. at the bar. <laughs> But uh, and swiping left or right, whatever they're doing. But or we ask what their name is, and then we're looking them up on social media so we can see. What right, right. So, so anyway, it would be, you know, you'd make contact, you make eye contact, you you would say something funny. Usually, it would be if the person responded to some of my goofy antics to mm -hmm. catch attention, because I was more of a, I, I guess you would say, a peacock in the bars. I okay. would try to attack, uh, attract attention. I was the good time guy. So if you were, so for you a know, good time call. Well, not the bathroom <laughs> wall type of oh, good time. Okay. All right, but just checking. I was the guy that was always having a good time out at the bar. It always there was always a party or something going on, and uh, I would. It was just I was a little bit loud, uh, believe it or not. But uh, and it also had to do a lot with my best friend. My best friend and I, when we were hanging out in the bars back in the day, um, there was a lot of clowning around going on. Okay. But that would attract a crowd because people just wanted to hang out and have a good time. And that was a funny, they were listening to funny conversations back and forth. Or, you know, we would talk some classic shit when it came to darts. 
But if somebody showed interest, if uh, there was a young lady who would laugh at the joke a little bit too hard, there was that kind of cue that there it was open, then I would make that first move. Now, that's if you're talking and trying to get the number. I guess if you're talking about trying to get a little boom boom, it's just... We're going for all old words today. Yeah, we're going we're going <laughs> Jeez, for old words. It's boom, classic. Boom. Hey, it's classic. This it's vintage. Vintage. <laughs> it's vintage. So that's I mean I I it'd be a drop of the hat for me, but I guess it'd be just whenever the mood strikes. See, for me, um, what I've learned in 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 getting older is what prompts me to make the first move is my favorite saying: "Closed mouths don't get fed." If you don't know. I mean, you could be wasting your time. That person could be uninterested. So you you don't know until you ask. You have not because you ask not. You won't know until you ask. So, hey, you know, let, let's put it on the table. You down to go out? You know, you don't. I don't mind initiating the first conversation, initiating the first move. I mean, I'm 46 now. It'd be probably when I was 20, no. Um, I would always expect for, you know, someone to approach me. But now, I mean, shit, we got things to do. So I'm on the schedule. I'm not getting any younger. I'm wanting to travel. I'm wanting to be bent over a balcony somewhere. So if this conversation doesn't take place, I need to, you know, keep it moving, you know, next. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to waste my time. Uh, I I just think so many people miss the boat waiting for something to happen. Um and not, you know, actively seeking what they want. Now, I'm not saying go out there and be overly aggressive and, you know, you know, I mean, you can be a little bit. I mean, a little aggression is not too bad. But um, I don't know. I just think if you don't say something, if you don't ask, you'll never know. Right. And that person can be having the same hesitation that you're having, you know, that, you know, with asking. And some people just are nervous when it comes to that you know some people are getting back into the dating realm after being in relationships for so long and and it is different because you know everybody we always say the dating pool has pee in it you know it's it's bad but I was talking to a friend of mine and a lot of it is yes the dating pool has pee in it a lot of people are you know horrible but the other flip to that is a lot of people are so damaged I'm learning about, so, you know, people don't, people don't tend to heal from their past relationships before they try and get into new ones. They just jump into a new one with all that baggage, all that trauma. And then they wonder why they're having the same problems in this new relationship. It's because you brought all that bad shit with you. You weren't ready. No one wants to take the time out to really get to the root of what maybe some issues were. I remember my dad used to tell me, you're your own self's problem. And I used to be like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not the problem. He was the problem. But I had to really step back and look because sometimes, and not all the time, but sometimes I was the problem. (laughs) But I had to be aware of that to actually see it. And it took someone, you know, introducing that to me, you know, to actually, so I can look at myself and be like, oh, maybe I was a toxic one here. And, and I have been the toxic one in situations because I was bringing shit with me to new relationships. And that's ass backwards. You know, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. And people expect, you know, if you consistently add this milk, flour, sugar, and this for this particular cake, and then you make it and you're like, damn, why does it still taste the same? It's because you're doing the same shit. (laughs) You got to do something different if you're wanting something else. So I did have to learn that. Like I couldn't approach everything and situation the same way, but that I also needed to take time and step back and work on me. And that was probably one of the hardest things. Was oh, yeah. Doing the work, work on, on yourself me. is the most difficult because thing. Because I had to admit do. that there were, I had some flaws. And, you know, sometimes we don't always want to admit to our flaws. But I think that was one of the better things I was able to do was admit to them because you don't fix what you don't know. 
And if you don't think that you have a problem or you don't think that there's an issue, just look at what you're getting and then you'll, you'll, you'll know there's a problem or an issue. But yeah, so yes, that detoured off of what makes the first move or what well, makes the conversation. But, but it's the ultimate goal. If you want to make the first move, how do you get to your ultimate goal? You got to make the first move. You got you to gotta step. You got to, that's just like with, you know, with, uh, with anything. Like when I decided to start my own business, I had to let go of my corporate America job and leap into entrepreneurship. You sink or swim. You know, it's one of those things like, hey, you know, everybody in the family was like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, you, you got a mortgage, you know, so, and it's like, yeah, dude, whew, this is going to sticky. So, but yeah, you have to make some type of move. So, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry about that uh, detour off of that conversation. But, you know, that's what we do here, too, is eh, sometimes we ramble. <laughs> well, that's what a conversational podcast is supposed to be about. <laughs> so we ramble a little bit. Y'all be all right. Stick with it. Stick with it. Like, what party have you not gone to that you jumped, like, two or three different subjects when everybody's <laughs> no, right? sitting and talking and stuff, okay? <laughs> Some parties you jump a couple of people. <laughs> well, if the party's good. Mm-hmm, if the party is good. Okay, um, this next question, this is, I know this, uh, guys and girls have a different view on this all together. Titles. Girlfriend, boyfriend, dating, significant other. Are these titles important? Like, do you have to have titles? Um, for me, I, I do need a title if we are exclusive, if I'm not going to be dating anybody else and I'm not going to be, you know, meeting or mingling with anyone else in a romantic fashion, then I I better be off the market because if I'm not off the market, then it's fair game to me. I'm not in a relationship at that point. So I know a lot of people assume that because they're talking to someone, Oh, well, you know, that's my man. Mm, don't think so. Yeah, I've, I've been <laughs> caught I've been caught up with that too. I've I exactly you I it's part of that communication thing that we always harp on is that hey, if you got to communicate where you're at because some people have a different level, different thresholds for those titles. Mhm. And uh, I've learned that firsthand. You've got to you've got to know what their expectations are when you enter these type of relationships or situationships or you whatever do. you do. And you can't expect it to be one way, especially if you guys haven't talked about it. Like you can't say, well, you know, we've been hanging out for like the last month, so we're in a relationship. Because his definition of relationship might be something completely different than what yours is. I mean, like when I was kicking it with this guy, we had been kicking it for months. And then I remember... Um, he, what did he call me? We were somewhere. He called me his old lady. And I was like, the fuck? And I, was, <laughs> and I was like, old lady. And he was like, well, you know, you my girl. And I was like, oh, well, that your girl. Old lady, I ain't feeling that old term. But we were at that point. But when I thought we were at that point was earlier, and apparently we were not, because <laughs> I was calling him my man, my boo, my baby. I was going, you know, that was daddy. And so, but we weren't at that point, apparently, <laughs> until later on down the road. Um, but you do have to communicate so that way you know where you are in these things. Because, and here's the thing, titles are titles. Some titles mean certain things to some people. Some titles mean completely different. So you two have to be on the same page on what that title means. Like when I had somebody tell me that, you know, if we started dating, you know, we were going to be exclusive from Jump. Well, that's not the way I date. I can't be exclusive from Jump Street. I have to get to know people. So you're not going to put me in a box day one and think that it's going to be hunky-dory because... Bitch gonna fly. I'm done. I mean, I, I can't do it. I have to get, I'm one, I'm a social person. So I got to get to know you. I got to get to know, you know, your mannerisms, how you, how you act, da, 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 da. So there's a lot that, there's a lot that goes into it for me. Um, I know with me also something that I learned on getting back into the dating realm is friends first. 
sometimes we're so eager to have that title. That's my boyfriend. That's my fiance. That's my, you know, we're so eager to put the titles on things that you don't even know who the fuck the person really is. You haven't, you've, you've, you've maybe gotten that front vision of them, like who you see, but you don't really know who they are. You don't know what, you know, their quirks are, what makes them, you know, what, what his hobbies are, what, what are some things that he actually likes to do? Some of his pet peeves. You, we, sometimes we skip a lot of steps because we want some of these social media relationships because you want to have somebody to post on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, you want to have that. You, you don't want people to see you being by yourself. Shit. Some of the best things I've done is by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that just cause I sell sex toys, but I do sell some good ones. If you want to do some things by yourself, but no, <laughs> I went to the movies by myself this weekend. I've gone out to eat by myself. Oh, I do that all the time. First of all, the bill is way cheaper. <laughs> but I like to, my thing is, I, I really like to just vibe out and just chill, relax, and, you know, just get into a different zone. Um, that's when I used to be able to write. Like, I, you don't know this? I used to write poetry. Oh. I did. And I journal. I still have. Every, um, I still have every diary from junior high to now. Oh. I still have all my journals. That's some good shit in there too, y'all, just in case. If you've known me since then, like, my best friend always says, I know when you're talking about me. <laughs> but, um, my best friend has the worst memory known to mankind. She can't remember shit. So, if, uh, if it happened... She, she's not going to remember it, <laughs> especially if it happened when we were like in high school or junior high or one of those. And, uh, but everything's in my, you know, everything's in my, uh, in my diaries. And so I was, you know, I'll tell her like, I got us covered. So when we're old and gray, you know, much older than what we're, we're now, cause we're only in our forties now. We ain't old yet. I said, but when we're in our eighties, we'll look at back at those diaries and we can go down those memory lanes <laughs> about how crazy, you know. We were jumping on cars, running from guys that were trying to, yeah, it was, we were some really interesting teenagers. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think people are in such a rush to get those titles that they don't even cover the basics first. And then they wonder why they have an issue. Like, why doesn't, why is, why are you doing this? Well, I've always done that. That's the way I am. But you wouldn't have known that if you, because you really, we don't get to know each other. We don't know each other on that level. It's either we're either fucking or we went out to dinner. It's like, let's cuddle on the couch and binge watch, you know, some TV shows. The probably the coolest date I did when, uh, when we were in a relationship, we didn't go anywhere all i mean it was for a couple of days but we stayed in the house with the exception of either ordering food in or running to get it and we binged watched sons of anarchy oh cool. cool that was and that was our show like literally we binge watched the whole we had never watched it before it was it had already ended by the time we had even heard about the show because i was always anti motorcycle club anything because I was married to a motorcycle guy <laughs> and uh, that, that was the bit of our marriage but uh, not all clubs are bad but <laughs> when he first got into that one it was a little rocky um, I didn't know there was such thing as a bike wife and a real wife I learned that when yeah, so it was interesting. I that. just learned that. Yeah. I was today years old. You were today years old? We, I went to a bike club uh, little event with him. This was, we, our marriage was about to be over anyway at this point. Uh, we, I think we were, we were one step away from the courthouse. And, um, but he, we go to this bike club event because we're trying to, you know, that's when you're just trying to hold on to see if there's anything left. And he was like, you need to know my world or whatever. And I was like, fine. So I went. 
And I'm sitting there and he was, I think he was playing cards or some dominoes or some shit like that. And this girl was like, Hey, and I was like, hello. And she was like, so are you a, um, a bike wife or a real wife? I said, what the fuck is that? And she was like, well, a bike wife is the one that's with him at these type of functions. As long as the real wife isn't here. She's like, so take that guy over there. And she points to this guy and she was like, see, I'm his bike wife. But right now, his wife is here. She's like, so I'm in the background. She's like, so what I do is I get a little loud and vocal periodically because he's ignoring me and I'm getting a little, a little agitated. She's like, so I'm going to cause a small scene, but not enough for her to know that I'm who he's fucking with. And I was like, oh, it's time for me to go. <laughs> I said, I said, hey, I'm leaving. And he was like, what happened? I said, I'm leaving. I said, what the fuck is a bike wife? <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, she just said, <laughs> I was pissed. I said, I'm going home. And he was like, how, I said, I don't care how, I'm, I'm going home. I'm getting in my car and I'm leaving. Yeah, all the little bike friends, bike wife, somebody, I'm out. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I learned a lot. But we binge, we binge watched Sons of Anarchy we didn't go anywhere, but we literally, I can say that he was someone that we had a friendship that I think kept us together even when we were on the outs. Because if something great happened for me, I wanted him to know. If something great happened for him, or even if it was something bad or if we had a bad day, that was the person I wanted to call. And like when we were on the outs, when we would have our little breakup moments or whatever, and we were mad at each other and something happened like exciting and I would go pick up the phone or get ready to text and I'm like, oh shit, I'm mad at him. Damn it. <laughs> I want to tell him something. <laughs> but that was just, we had such a good friendship that it was hard for us to stay mad at each other too long because the friendship was what really held us together. And so it, it made the relationship side of things more valuable for us. Um, so I don't know. I just, when it comes to titles, I think people put a lot of emphasis on that's my man. And sometimes you claiming somebody that's not claiming you. So you guys might want to get some clarification on those titles y'all think so highly of before you just start splatting them out because you could be posting my man my man my man and posting him on all your socials and he's slowly but surely untagging himself and all of them <laughs> and then somebody else is like oh okay well since he's taking pictures with her and posting them let me go ahead and take out my pictures I got with her man because he's also my man and you know then we got a problem so I don't know. You People really need to make sure that they're on the same page because a lot of people I've seen a lot. I've, I've seen, I've seen people post the same man on different social media outlets at the same time. And we're not talking the matching pajama Christmas photo because you know, I, those always come out at Christmas when they all in the couple's pajamas and whatnot. I'm talking, Oh, so you guys was at the movies yesterday and two days ago he was with her at dinner. Oh, cause this show do look like the same man with a different hat on. Hmm. Interesting. Mm hmm. That's why when I would post pictures, hand, maybe shoulder, maybe a kneecap. <laughs> no, not doing it. We ain't playing this game. No. Mm -mm. See, that's that's why I feel like I'm so lucky I didn't have to deal with all that stuff in the dating. <laughs> in the dating in game. The, in the dating game with social media. Social media is definitely uh, a blessing and a curse. Now, it is a blessing when you're trying to investigate somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, social media social has media. helped me in my mm. professional life so much. Because, you know, I used to be a private investigator, so... Social media is a beautiful thing because oh, yeah. people put way too much shit on the books. Exactly. Where exactly. are you? People, I've had someone tell me, you posted that you were here, but when I came up here and you weren't there, 
I don't post where I am at when I'm there. I post where I am when I'm getting in my car going home or going to my next destination. You're not going rarely like with the exception of like yesterday was at pride. Um, and I, shit, I think it was damn near when I got home that I did post that picture that I was there. But, um, you're not going to catch me on that just because one people put way too much Intel on social media. And I don't think they realize how much Intel they put about their, you know, personal life. And so that was one thing that my grandma, you know, she, of course she wasn't in the social media era, but when she would come over and, uh, when we would go places and do stuff and I would post something and she's like, Tosh, are you letting people know where we are? And I was like, Oh, I'm just posting that we're at this restaurant. She said, somebody's going to come and break into your house. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got insurance. But, um, <laughs> but I was like, Oh, you know what? Let me post afterwards. And so like, literally that's, I always post whenever I'm gone. Because like I said, that was, that made being a PI so easy is literally people posted so much on social media. I mean, I've, I've helped friends find one night stands that, you know, need, they needed to contact because, you know, they missed a period. <laughs> so, oh, you know, yeah. it's like, ah, I need to call him because guess what? But, um, I was like, I can relate to that. But, um, social media is a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. So oh, yeah. I, 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 I still recommend, but, uh, whew, I, I like it. I love social media cause I love people watching. This is like at home people watching. I don't have to go to the mall anymore. Now people watching and we're going to have to do this because I love people watching. Oh, we'll go. So we'll go. Let's go. I, I, we have to go people watching cause people watching is one of my favorite pastimes. Because it's, it, 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 it's comedic, in, to say the least, or to say the most, but it, it's very comedic. I, I make up pretty good stories. Do you do that too? I make up so many you stories. You make scenarios uh, up scenarios for them? And oh, stories yes. And okay, then we. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, if I go out, people watching, it's just going, and it's little whispers and giggles all freaking day long. I will sit and sip a cup of coffee or drink my water or whatever uh, on a bench in a mall and make fun of so many people. That's me. And I have one good friend that we can do that with. And it's like, come on, bitch, let's sit down. And we just, we, oh, it's, it's, we, we just laugh and talk about people. <laughs> and it, we don't mean nothing by it. It's just, you just make up these scenarios about, like one time me and Keisha went to, Winco, mm -hmm. and there was a couple outside, and they were like literally foreplay on their car, like oh, wow. in the parking okay. lot, like okay. in the parking very lot. Each other. They were very oh all the way into each other, and so this is me and Keisha. So, these two are cheating. They're having an affair, which is why they're in the parking lot. So I bet. So let's see. She's probably saying right now, <laughs> like we literally give them a whole storyline. <laughs> like his wife is, his wife is at the, at, you know, we were at Winco. So she's across the street at Target. He said he needed to run over here real fast to go pick something up and watch. He's probably forgotten whatever it was he needed to come and get because he hadn't made sure that they could meet at this certain time. Cause we only had a 15 minute window while she's in Target. You know, we have like a whole scenario, like short stories going for them while they're, you know, in their fiasco. And so then we like, well, then we're like, we put it on our Snapchat. We're like, thank God I really don't know any of those people in real life. But if anybody on my Snapchat does know some of the people that would do that kind of stuff. Oh my with, goodness. Sorry, but you shouldn't do it in public if you don't want it to be seen. Cause things that you do in public do get recorded. There is no expectation of privacy when you are in a public uh, area. Especially not in the damn parking lot at the grocery store. Right, right, no, 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 no. It's see, I have to work in that realm as a as somebody that's that works in the media. I have to work in that realm to make sure that certain things I'll show everybody's faces because mm. where they're at, they have no expectation of privacy. But in certain other applications where the, I may not have permission to be able to use their likeness, I will have to blur out their faces and stuff. 
if I distribute it. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's, there's, there's different rules for different scenarios and things like that, but social media, most people get away with it. It's a, it's a, it's a very interesting little conundrum because do they have an expectation of privacy? No. They don't in that situation. In that situation. So you are covered by that. But if you're in the grocery store and they're doing that same behavior in that building because of commerce being a protected transaction, they do have some expectation of privacy. Well, when y'all getting, um, when y'all dry humping on the hood of the car in the parking lot, you don't have any there's privacy. There's no expectation nope. of privacy. And we make up our own scenarios because we are the people watchers and we have to have some stories to tell for later. So we're like, ah, so this is oh, what yeah. they're doing. Oh, yeah, we got to figure out that people watching thing though. Yeah, we got to. The romance diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcast. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us, the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Diva's event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. This last question was remaining friends with your ex. Actually, I mean, I'm really good at that. Remaining friends with your ex? Yes, I am like, I, my ex-wife and I, we are actually really good friends. And my current wife knows. I mm -hmm. mean, it's just every conversation we have, it, it's always up in the open. But one thing about my ex-wife and I, we were really good brainstormers together. Oh. We could really play off of each other as far as idea, ideation and figuring things out and, and things like that. And so because, once again, we were friends, and it took me a while before we got married. It was like, I think we were together for three, four years before we got engaged. But oh, okay. like, it was six months after we got engaged I was because we were living together. And I was like, at that point in time in my life, I was like, well, if we're living together, we might as well get married. Let's just go ahead and get this done and all that. So instead of planning out a big, long, drawn out thing, because there was some issues with the, uh, uh, the religious order she belonged to ah, okay. and my particular belief at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, so we couldn't get married in her church. Um, so we, had, we actually, but we had it all planned out. It was one of those things where I, I think we had a decent wedding. Um, now the one thing that did happen <laughs> is that we forgot the marriage license back at home. And I say we, to this day, she will always say it's my fault. You, okay. Because. And it probably was. Well, mm -hmm. this, to my defense, before I left for the bachelor party, I, she that. said, she said, you know, I was thinking about how am I going to keep my dad and my father-in-law, my future father-in-law out of trouble? Because this is the first time they've been let out of the bag in a while. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So I was more of old man babysitter at that point in time. It wasn't going to be, oh, what can we do? Because I was actually ready for a mild night out mm -hmm. for my bachelor party. It was members of my bachelor party who wanted to go to the uh, brass pole uh, dancing places. And it was a lot further out than what we expected because we were not in Oklahoma City where there's 51 uh, nightclubs, yeah. uh, uh, gentlemen's clubs around here. So um, it, we, were, we had to go way out and all that. So anyway, it was an inter interesting bachelor party. But before I left, I said, is there anything I need to bring, anything like that? And my bride-to-be at that time said, no, I just want to make sure you bring yourself. So literally, oh, okay, I just brought myself. And so I did not pick up the marriage certificate to bring with me because I would have, mm -hmm. and I would have been able to bring it with me and all that. So, uh, so when she found out, we heard from the parking lot, because I had not yet seen her in the wedding dress, 
he forgot the effing what? <laughs> and I'm like, I did not forget it. You told me just to bring myself. You know, and I'm, of course, I'm mumbling this. This would be our dynamic later on. <laughs> Who was the louder one of the He's two? two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but in, the, in she, I get it. She had to drive back in her wedding dress to in a stick it. shift truck. Damn. <laughs> to go get the marriage license because she was, I, I couldn't, I didn't have keys. Oh, okay. She was the only one with keys to the house. So it was like, uh, and she was the one that knew where it, where was, it was. So she had to go. And I'm like, because uh, there was no way for me to get out of the venue to be and not see her dress. Oh. Because we, we, we were still trying, we were tradition. sticking to that tradition. And so we managed to pull that tradition off. It was about an hour after the ceremony was supposed to start. Uh, the uh, judge was great and staying. He said, no, we're going to make sure you get married. Cool. And then it rained that afternoon after the marriage. Or after we got uh, wedded, because it was an outdoor wedding. Mm -hmm. um, and it, so it was, a, it, I mean, it, it was interesting. But, uh, but. Needless to say, I guess I wandered off there for a little bit. Yes, my ex-wife and I are still good friends. I just reminisced you, about that. Yeah, you had a reminiscent yeah. moment. I, I had a reminiscent we let, moment. We let you have that's it. how we got that. Yeah. Um, I, depending on the ex, I do. I, I think most of my exes, I'm friends with. Um, of course, I'm friends with my ex-husband, um, the husband, because we we co-parent, so we have kids and grandchildren together, but. But we're still cool and cordial. We're, we can actually have a, a conversation and actually be civil. Now, now granted, you know, when we were going through the divorce, I think we wanted, you know, death and damnation onto the other Oh, yeah, party. we had to heal, too. We <laughs> but, had to um, heal, too, uh, post-divorce. But, but we, we're good. We're in a good place now. Like, we're cool. Like, I, I can go over there and I can just be like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know. And I can talk to him. Easy peasy. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I I still have, I still have, and I mean I guess you can call it like my first love, but we're still cool. And that was I was like 15 years old. You know when you think that you have the answer to everything and you're gonna marry that person that you fell in love with? Yeah, no. But um, we're still <laughs> we're still real cool. You know, actually I have his name tattooed on my back, so we're we're really good friends. He turned out to be a better friend than boyfriend. You know, we didn't. We we turned out to be friends. Like so, we are very good friends. He's a big asshole. I, I love him to death. And um, if you ever see me out, and or if you ever seen any of my photos, and people will be like, "Who's Marlon? Is that your husband?" No. Matter of fact, my ex-husband, the whole time we were married, hated that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. It's like a. Almost like a tramp stamp because it's kind of low, but not too low, so it's still kind of up. So I used to be like, "It's out of bounds." So I'd be like, you know, just cover it. When do when doggy style hits, you just kind of cover it like this. You know, just put your hands on it. You know, so bend me over, but just put your hand on top if you don't want to see another man's name. <laughs> so. See, I, 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 it's funny because I guess my ego isn't big enough to get bruised that way. Because it was like, all right, well. Uh, the challenge is to live up to that challenge to leave my own mark. And the crazy thing is, I mean, it's. He's just, he's, he turned out to be my best friend. He turned out to be one, well, I have two guy best friends, but he turned out to be my first guy best friend. But we just have a great friendship. There was nothing, you know, there was nothing romantically involved or anything like that. We, we dated when we were like 15 years old. We didn't know shit back then anyway. And I was kind of like an aggressive teenager and he was not, so... You know, I was way out there, and he was definitely not. He was more calm, cool, and collected, which he still is to this day. But, yeah, my kids always tell me I always fumbled that bag. Like, you should have stayed with that. I said, if I stayed with him, none of y'all would have been here. <laughs> like, none of y'all. None of y'all. I, I would have had different kids. It wouldn't have been y'all at all, so whatever. But, um, and then probably my last major relationship, we're still, we're still really good friends. Um, so... I don't see a problem with staying friends with an ex. I, I see the problem is if maybe there's more than friendship, if you're, especially if you're in another relationship. Um, some people tend to fall back 
to old flings <laughs> and, and sometimes down those memory lanes. Uh, some, sometimes. That I'm, dick get a little slippery and just fall and slip and land right on it. Sometimes mm. that's just the comfort zone. Mm. You know, because it's the one it's place. It's familiar. It's familiar. It's nowhere you can go. You know how to trip all the right triggers. Um, yes, there's post-relationship sex. That's another topic we could really bring up. Yeah. That, you know, because then how do you keep the emotions from creeping back in if the arrangement is, hey, we're this exes with sex. benefits? Yeah. Well, see, and that's that's especially hard, especially on the woman's side of things, unless you just become gung-ho, like, fuck that. Um, because women are more emotional than men are. Men are more emotional than what they would like to admit. True. But we wear our emotions a whole right. lot more than what you guys do. And um, so, especially like like with my with my last relationship, we we teeter-tottered. We were exclusive. Then we were fuck buddies, so to speak, and not exclusive. And then it was, okay. So... My version of exclusive for him and his version of exclusive were two different things. That's why I said that communication is a, you know, <laughs> my, my, ex, my exclusive to him, but we weren't together and we were like, you know, we kicking it with each other, but we, you know, we do our own thing. Well, my impression of that was, okay, so we're, we're fucking each other. We're not fucking nobody else, but we kick it with some other people. Like, we know we hang out. We, you know, go mm. out with other other people. His version of that was, uh, no, we, we fucking whoever. <laughs> so, it was like, wait, what the fuck? I've been putting all, I've been putting dick on hold. <laughs> like, I've been canceling dick appointments. <laughs> I'm like, damn, damn, damn. So, make sure you get that communication. <laughs> so, right, right. Because you, you know, because you got it, because when we were, when we were in that, where I thought it was just us, the emotions do start to kind of overtake where you kind of go like, okay, maybe we're going back to where we were before. But if you have already stated up front that, no, that's not what we're doing, then if you take it that way, that's your fault. You know, you can break your own self's heart bad you mm -hmm. can you can think something more than what it is and you can put unrealistic expectations on people all the time so when he was like okay right now this is where we are eh, okay and so you got to learn how to curb those emotions if if you're going to accept that part of the relationship because here's the thing you have every opportunity to say you know what i don't want to be fuck buddies you go your way i go mine you know this is because you get into some of those toxic bonds, some of those trauma bonds. Because remember, we talked about that—that that toxic sex, mm -hmm. you know—and them trauma bonds. So you know, there's certain people that you, you know, sometimes when you cut them ties, you need to—it's like getting your tubes tied. You better burn them motherfuckers because uh, you don't. Some some things shouldn't go back together. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. I it agree. Can, it can get it can get a little touchy, a lot touchy actually. So you know it's and and everybody really deep down knows what they're capable of and what they're capable of being able to handle. Some people just tend to um, thrive. I should maybe I'll say thrive on that type of behavior. Um, I think. I don't know if I want to say maybe sometimes for other, some people it's like a, a guilty pleasure. Um, but some people, toxic sometimes brings out more of a passion in some. Some people thrive on that toxic bond. Oh, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. That, I some mean, that there's, always is... that, there's always that one. That oh, one that's, ooh, you're Baby. You know, but, boy, you, it's something about that burn. It's okay. something about that burn. There's some, there, you know, with, you know, with relationships, you know, they come, they go, whatever. But it'd be like, hmm, damn, that one can 
that one will always be able to get it because there's just something about that. See, uh... <laughs> see, that's, yeah. If if my situation was different, if I was out there single, there would be certain ones from the past that probably would not be the smartest decision in the world to pursue. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but... But damn if that yeah. uh, decision don't feel good sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Ooh. Yeah. You know, because there's some people that just know how to... Some people know your body well. Well, it's that. It's the... Oh, there, there, mm. There's some connections I, I, there's, that just there, can't be duplicated. There's one I just... I always come back to the same one. That it's... See, there's th- only when we start one talking about me. that toxic... Only one for me that I will always... I swear I think they'll always have a... As long as I'm not in a committed relationship, that person would probably always have a past. I got... I will always... It's like one of them... Okay. uh, I can... If if I'm not in a committed relationship... Now, if I'm in a committed... Because, see, I was was married for... God, we were like almost 17 years. So, even though there was someone I was cool with, I, I didn't cross that line. When I... When I... Even though I took my vows in a courthouse and I didn't have the big lavish, you know, wedding, I took those vows very seriously. The only thing that I was guilty of in our in our marriage affair wise was an emotional affair. I did have an emotional affair when I found out that he had an affair. I had an emotional affair with someone that I knew from the past. It wasn't sexual, was it? And there was never anything like that, but it was emotional. And he had seen the messages in my phone and it was, he went off and I was like, now the shit I saw in your phone was completely left, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but you mad about the shit in my phone? Okay. (laughs) Now we got a problem. But, you know, so I was guilty of the emotional affair, but he said the emotional affair was worse because with her, with his affair, it was just sex. With mine, I was letting someone, there was a connection there, and I was, you know, that person knew my deepest, most thoughts that I couldn't even tell my my husband at the time. He was like, you let that person know all of our problems, plus, you know, you confided in them this, that, and the other, and it was like, well, they were easy to talk to. I can't talk to you. I'm mad at you. You know, so, <laughs> you know, right now, I don't even want to see you, let alone talk to you about my problems, so... Yeah, but um, there, there's, there's some exes. I, my mom always taught me that you, you should be able to remain friends with people, um, and that shouldn't be a problem. I always, I always laugh at my mom and my, my real dad, you know, because I have a stepdad. But I always laugh at my mom and my real dad because they're, you know, they're older now, and you know, she pretty much raised me as a single mom. But when we go home to California and she, you know, we're around my dad, my mom is very cordial. She's very, she's very sweet. She's, you know, maybe blame it on the little old church lady in her, but she's, my mom doesn't, she's, she's really nice. And so she's, you know, whereas you would think, oh, that's just your baby daddy and she's going to be mean about it. She's, she's cool. She'll take pictures, you know, she'll do the whole nine. And I think that's probably why I forced my husband to do those kind of things too, is because when I, just because we didn't work out, we still have kids and we have grandchildren. So when these kids look back and they look through photo albums, I don't want them to see a family divided. I want them to still see that we still got together for, you know, vacation. We got together for trips, holidays, whatever. And we were still cool. Now, deep down inside, he might think if this bitch put this camera in my face one more time, I'm going to smack her. He may, that may be what he's thinking every time I put a camera in his face. Because I, I do it all the time. <laughs> but that's how my mom is. My mom literally has pictures of my ex-husband and his wife on her wall. I'm like, Mom, really? <laughs> and she's like, once family, always family. He's still my son-in-law, even if you're not married. I'm like, golly, woman. She's like, when we get to heaven, we'll all see each other. I said, we all not going there. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna see each other all there <laughs> so, i said who said henry's even going <laughs> and she's like no tasha don't say that and i was like okay whatever but no i i i love the fact that 
you know, we can still be cool, you know, cordial and get along. And like I said, me taking pictures with my ex isn't because I want to be like, ah, y'all see my ex? No, because I, no, I, I want it to be for my kids. It's for my, it's when my kids look back at pictures, when we're long gone, I want them to still have memories of the fact that no matter what happened between him and I, we were still your parents. We still were cool. We were at every function that we could be for y'all. You know, we were still family. And, you know, that was just something that I learned, you know, from my mom. And she was always big on once family, always family. So, I mean, my mom, I think, sometimes is nicer to my ex-husband's wife than she is to me. <laughs> I'm like, she'll text her sometimes more than I get one. I'm like, damn, She'll be like, oh, did you talk to Holly? Because I, I texted her and she hasn't said, she didn't respond yet. And I'm like, why are you texting her? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I wanted, they went on a trip and I said, I wanted some pictures. And I'm like, oh my God, mom. <laughs> I was like, you have more pictures of my ex-husband on now than when we were even married. So, but when her defense, she's like, uh, see, there's you and so-and-so right over there. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's great, mom. <laughs> So every relationship that I had, all three of my serious relationships are in my mother's, on my mother's wall. It's the Natasha Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's running in, he's in a close second. <laughs> so I was like, okay, mom, thanks. But yeah, I don't know. Such is life. There you go. My well, coffee's almost gone. So I guess that means it's about time to wrap up then. Yeah. So if you would like to submit some questions or uh, possibly appear on the Romance Diva podcast yourself, when you we're recording, you can do that. And here's how. You can find me on Facebook at Natasha Hauser Pendleton, or you can hit me up on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all those little lovely social media outlets. And that's OKC's Romance Diva. And when I say that, that's OKCS. So it's OKC's Romance Diva. And we also have an email address, which is theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. So you can also email those questions or suggestions or, hey, I want to come and sit on the couch with you because I don't bite. Not the first time, maybe the second time, but not the first time. And if you would like to catch up on past episodes of the Romance Diva Podcast, you can do so at theromancedivapodcast.simplecast.com. Once again, that's theromancedivapodcast.simplecast.com or all the major carriers like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, all those good things, Google Podcasts, uh, all that good stuff. You did much better on the website this time. Well, this week I'm a little bit more focused, I guess, this week. <laughs> you fumbled last time. Last week was a little bit more difficult. Uh-huh. It was a little bit more difficult. I was really tired that day. Was that a... I don't was, even... Was that a Sunday? That was Sunday. Yeah. So it was a week ago from when we were recording this, so mm -hmm. I was really tired. Yeah, you were I don't think... Oh, I know what happened. I had a calorie crash. Mm. That's what that was, because I had... A, Sunday mornings we'd do the mega workout... And if I don't uh, get the proteins and the calories, All the calories and stuff like that back up, then uh, yeah, I get a little loopy. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you were you were you were bombing. I was a little bombed. You were all bad. Yeah, and all that. We still love you, but you were all bad. <laughs> I was like, how is he not getting this right? He set it up. <laughs> right. I should know it. I mean, and I'm a professional broadcaster. I should be able to say it. But believe it or not, every once in a while, as professional broadcasters are fallible. You fumbled. I fumbled. Oh well. I did it. On a better note, and to end, it's almost football season. We're getting closer to it. Almost football season. Bring me my sexual chocolate. So that's a that's a hint for my. You know that's it's so funny because there is somebody in Pittsburgh that is downloading almost every week an episode of the Romance Diva. Well, until y'all bring me my sexual chocolate, Pittsburgh, Singapore is going to be my favorite. <laughs> so until, <laughs> until sexual chocolate either sends me a ticket in the mail, um, sends me um, his lucky boxers for the game, uh, whatever his, you know, whatever gets his mojo before game day. And, 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 and if you can't send me something from 
my sexual chocolate, which I would love you forever if it was. You know, T.J. Watt is my next favorite on there. Now, granted, he's not my sexual chocolate. Um, he's more of a sexual white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll take either or. <laughs> there you go. Well, preferably. The I, good luck with that. I hope uh, everything turns up Steelers for you. Hopefully, we do better this season. You know, well, let's and, go with that. <laughs> you know, and it's oh, and I've been able to wear some of my new Kansas City gear lately, and somebody went after me. No oh, gosh. They said, "What are you trying to show off and all that?" And I'm like, "Listen, I've been at the two and fourteen season with these Chiefs. When we are world champions, oh, you're saying world champion? I'm like, what? XFL gonna beat them? That USFL? Hey. We gonna you gonna beat the Chiefs? We can't find many people in the NFL that can beat the Chiefs right now. Listen, there's many things in this world, but as long as I'm never a Cowboys fan, I think I'm doing good. Well, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note. Until next time, which next time is next week. week. (laughs) We'll be back next week on the Romance Diva Podcast. Yay!